I don't know about you, but we're always looking for ways to get our kids involved and give back in our local community. That's why we're excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which is the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. I would love for Violet to do this program when she's in high school. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, it's also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students. You know what I was realizing is that it's going to be time for us to pull out those rain pants that have been at the bottom of our drawer for so long. Speak for yourself. My rain pants are at the top of my drawer right now. I've been in Minnesota for four months. I haven't used mine for like four years. Mine are ready to go. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Liz Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in LA, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Sarah. That's me, Sarah Fain. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. Sarah, Happy New Year! Ah, Happy New Year! We should be drinking champagne right now. We should. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think that we have ever been as happy to say goodbye to the old year and hello to the new. Yes, we were so psyched for 2020, which just seems so ridiculous now. <laughs> I think because it was 2020, it seemed like a very auspicious number, like 2020 vision. Yeah. But that was a huge bust. Yes, huge bust. Well, bring on 2021. And to celebrate the new year, we have an exciting announcement. This is so big. I cannot wait to share. <laughs> We're also going to reveal our team theme for 2021 and talk about why you might want to pick a work theme of your own. Then we've got a The Craft and Fane about plot. And this week's Hollywood Hack will help you get through these last months of the pandemic. Hopefully last months. We hope. Yeah. And before all that, we have an update. Okay, every episode of Happier in Hollywood starts with a snippet from one of our conversations. And in episode 188, we were talking about not doing Secret Santa this year, since we're not working in an office. And Liz, I mentioned that you've never gotten over the stress of having picked Joss Whedon's name in Secret Santa when we were running Dollhouse. Yes, it was extremely stressful uh, because for anyone who doesn't know who Joss Whedon is, he was our boss and he created Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel and Dollhouse and um, Firefly. He's a huge, huge, yeah, and Firefly. He's a huge director. Anyway, so I got the boss, basically. <laughs> so people since that aired have been asking, what did you get him? 
So I thought I should reveal what I got him. So stars align, Sarah, because every year writers get all these uh, movies sent to us for voting for whatever awards. New movies, right? This is a great perk of being in the Writers Guild. I happen to get two copies because Adam, my husband, and I are both in the Writers Guild. So I have two copies of everything. So I've got that. And then at the same time that year, Joss had like a glitch where his dues didn't get paid on time, which happens to many of us. So he didn't get screeners because one way they get you to pay your dues is to not send you screeners. (laughs) And so he was very upset about this. And so I realized, oh my gosh, I can give him a full set of screeners for Secret Santa. And that's what I did. I actually gave it to him early because he was like really wanting to watch these movies and upset he didn't have them. And I was like, I want to like take the pain away. And so it was a huge hit. It really could not have been a better gift. It was so it perfect. Was, yes. And he figured out it was me because he said, he was like, no one would give this to me if they like didn't have access to more. So he figured out <laughs> that I was the only person who was married to another writer. Yeah. And so he like came in our office. He was like, Liz, are you my secret Santa? <laughs> it was very funny. So that's my Secret Santa story. It was very lucky. I sweat over it. (laughs) Okay, Sarah, it is time for From the Treadmill Desk Of, where we talk about what's most pressing in our work psyches. And this week, OMG, it is Fantasy Island. This is what we will be working on for much of 2021. Yes, so we have been working on this for months. And a couple weeks ago, we got the call, the official pickup call. Oh my God, what a relief. Yes. And Sarah, we need to explain to everyone. So we are doing a reboot of Fantasy Island, 10 episodes. Sony is the studio. They own the Fantasy Island property back from the 70s. We are doing it for the Fox Network. And so we should explain what a straight-to-series order means. Normally, we they order a pilot. Mm -hmm. And so then you write a pilot that takes months and then they choose which pilots they're going to make. Then this is how the fix happens. So then we did the fix pilot and then more time goes by and then they choose which pilots are going to go to series. It's this very long process. Yeah. Usually from like July or August through May. Yes. During which time you actually make you write the script and then make the pilot. In this case, we have we spent months just working on the pitch. I think our first meeting was in June or July. Yes, we met with Gemstone, which is a division of Sony, and we kind of just fell in love with the people at Gemstone and with this idea they had to bring Fantasy Island back. And we've been working on it ever since. Right. And then we started this very long process of figuring out kind of what our take on the show would be, what the pilot would be, just creating this entire series from scratch and then pitching the entire series and what the pilot is. And then because it is a pitch to series, there were then follow-ups. We had like a follow-up pitch where we got to address any questions that they had and talk about more ideas that we have. And then there was the whole deliberation process where the network goes and, you know, 
talks amongst themselves about the sort of bigger picture of everything that they're picking up and scheduling and all of that. And they talk to the studio, which is Sony, about any other kind of logistical things that they need. And then finally, finally, two weeks ago, the call came in. Oh, my God. We were holding our breath. green light. Yes. Yes. So, Sarah, the good news is it's very exciting that we have a straight series order. The bad (laughs) news is we're kind of going into this without a pilot. So we're behind where we would normally be. Right. Usually when you get a series order, you have a pilot, you have the cast. You, yes. I mean, there's like you have many, many, many more things in place than we do. Yes. So it's going to be hectic. Let's say hectic. Hectic and exciting. Yes. Yes. Exciting. It means we are going to break the pilot and ramp into production at the same time, be writing the pilot and doing production at the same time. And breaking um, multiple and, other episodes. Yes. And, I mean, we're going to start shooting, you know, soon, like in a couple of months, two or three months. It's kind of logistically impossible, and yet somehow it will happen. Yes, which is the Hollywood, that should be the motto, logistically impossible, but somehow it will happen. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yes, it's so true. (laughs) Yes. So, of course, we don't have a writing staff yet, so that's kind of our first priority, along with writing the pilot. Um, It's only 10 episodes, so it's going to be a very small staff, but we literally are planning to have everyone hired within like the next week over the holidays. It's just been crazy. And Sarah, we don't know what country we're shooting the show in yet. (laughs) Well, there's that. They're looking into different places. So once we know that, then we can get a line producer and various other people in place. But until we know where we're shooting, it's hard to hire people. Yes. And of course, the pandemic makes everything even more complicated. Oh, it does. Yeah, we are going to be entering into that whole shooting at the end of the pandemic. So it's going to be... A learning experience. We're going to have to remember, don't treat a gift like a burden. Yes. More on that later. We've kind of been talking about our team theme coming up. We'll address that issue. But I mean, Sarah, I have to say all of the logistics aside and the stress, it has been so awesome to hear from people about how much they love Fantasy Island. Oh, I know. And how much it meant to them. I mean, for sure, we watched it every Saturday night after Love Boat. Mm-hmm. Was it? I think it was Channel 9 in Kansas City. Yep. I remember, like, I had a TV in my room and, like, sitting on my green shag carpet and watching Fantasy Island. <laughs> And, like, everyone has episodes that they love. Like, someone's like, you've got to redo the ventriloquist, the evil ventriloquist dummy episode. Yes. And whatever you do, don't have the monkey clanging cymbals. That terrified me. Like, it really is so vivid and alive in everyone's sort of cultural experience. Yes. And we are really doing a contemporary version. It's our own version, but it will have many elements of the original that everyone loved. It's really fun to do something that's resonating with people so much. Yes. And it really does feel like the kind of show we need right now. It's just, it does. we can really dive into yes the things that we all desire and want and our regrets and our needs and, and kind of work through all of these things that as humans we're struggling with right now and, and try and be 
uplifting and maybe a little scary sometimes. And, like, I think mm-hmm. that's what we love is the show can be so many things. It's just so yes. fun. Yes. It's not a total anthology, but it's sort of anthology-esque uh, or semi-anthology. So, yes, we can have really funny episodes, scary episodes. We can have, like, a mystery. We can do whatever we want. We can have a medical show in there. So it's exciting just to kind of let our minds go wild and know that we can have full range to do whatever we want. Yes, and tell just really amazing, compelling, twisty, fun stories. Yes. So Fantasy Island coming to Fox summer 2021. Next up, our team theme for 2021. But first, this break. Okay, Liz, here's some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, multiple systems, delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs, you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems, and you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash Hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. It's time for Take a Hike, in which we discuss mental, physical, and spiritual health. Today, we're talking about mental health. Choose a work theme for the year. Yes, you know we love mottos, themes, mantras, manifestos. In 2020, Sarah, we had a development motto that we had no idea sort of how true it would be, which (laughs) is ride the dragon, because we wanted to take a wild development ride. We didn't know that COVID would make the whole year a ride the dragon year. I know. I'm thinking in the future when we have development mottos, let's just, let's choose something a little more placid. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. (laughs) And now, Sarah, we have our straight-to-series Fantasy Island show. So we thought, let's pick a work team theme to take us through the next several months of Fantasy Island. Yes. And, of course, as usual, we threw out several options that were some deeply discussed and others quickly discarded. But a couple of the ideas we had were one was Grindstone, Yes, I think that really says it all. We were like, this is nose to the grindstone for the next, you know, eight months. But it just seemed joyless somehow. The word grindstone, (laughs) it's just not how you want to dive into 2021 with the theme grindstone. Definitely not. (laughs) And then we said fruitful, which was, you know, a good word because we want the show to be fruitful. We want it to come to fruition. But again, fruitful is just a very uninspiring theme somehow. It's it's kind of like wishy-washy. Fruitful. Meh. Yeah. So then... (laughs) It led to genius. (laughs) Well, what we landed on is juicy fruit. Inspired by Fruitful, 
We thought, well, what about juicy fruit, which sounds like much more fun and just like diving in and savoring it all. We love that we're enjoying the fruit of our labor, which is kind of funny if you think about it, because we're enjoying the fruit of our labor on the pitch. But I mean, it's like the pie eating contest where the contest is more pie. I mean, we're going to be doing so much more work. That's going to seem like absolutely nothing. But nonetheless, <laughs> I, have a, I have an image of us now as like the people in the jello pool of jello, like the wrestlers uh, in the jello pool, but we're in like the pie pool. Just, yes, <laughs> you're just exactly. deep in the pie. <laughs> and like, if you think about us biting into like a juicy <laughs> peach and having juice fly everywhere for our juicy fruit theme, it's just going to be like bite, 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 bite. <laughs> But here's the thing. Fantasy Island is going to be a lot of work, especially with the schedule we have. But we just want to relish it. Yeah. We want to enjoy it. I mean, I'll never forget, Sarah, when our we had our first show on the air was Women's Murder Club. And a friend of ours named Dave Hemmingson, who's a very successful TV writer, and he'd had multiple shows on the air at the time. And he also had a show on the air. And he came up to us at this party and said... You guys enjoy this. I know it's really stressful and like you're just consumed by like all the things you have to do, but it's really fun to have a show. So try to enjoy it. And I don't know that we did follow through with that (laughs) command on Women's Murder Club. It was very stressful. But now I feel like we know how to enjoy it. Yes. And I will say it was on Women's Murder Club that you said it's a fun job and we enjoy it. True. I did say that. And that has been our sort of universal motto ever since. So Yes. And we want to relish it. I mean, You know, we really just want to have fun and do a great show. I don't know, maybe because of the pandemic, I feel even more like just excited to have new relationships with all these actors and directors and people who are going to be working on the show. I don't know. I'm just excited. Well, and it feels like just such an opportunity to tell super fun stories. Like these stories should juicy, fun stories, you know? So juicy fruit. Juicy fruit. I love juicy fruit. So everyone out there, you guys, please, I won't say you guys, you all, please come up with a team theme or your own theme. But if you're at work with a team, you could have like the whatever, I don't know what teams different industries have, but the mergers and acquisitions team theme, (laughs) whatever it is, we love hearing people's themes and why that's your theme. Yes, so please share. Email us at happierinhollywood at gmail.com. And coming up, a craft and fame segment about plot. But first, this break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. 
Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Okay, Sarah, it's time for the craft and fane in which we discuss the craft of writing, because although writing is an art, it is also a craft. And today we are going to talk a little bit about plot. Yes. Because we're reading a lot of scripts right now, have been reading a bunch of scripts, and we notice some of them are lacking plot. <laughs> That's such a nice way of saying it, yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, if nothing happens by page 25, we're done. We're not going to keep reading. Like, I think people often feel, and this is sort of a pet peeve of ours as people who especially have done a lot of broadcast shows where structure is so important because you're trying to drive people through commercial breaks and get them to come back. Things have to happen and they can't just be emotional things. They can't you can't just write a bunch of nice scenes with good yeah. dialogue but have nothing happen. There has to actually be plot and structure and things moving you forward. This seems so simple and so basic and so obvious. Yeah. But as we read all these scripts, it's really not. Yeah. And when we say plot, we are not just talking about moves. Like they go here, they go there. They go, there has to be a story, like something emotionally has to be happening. People talking, even if it's sparkling dialogue, is just not a TV show. Things on every single TV show always happen. I can't think of one TV show where things don't happen. Seinfeld, their thing was it's a show about nothing. But if you watch any Seinfeld episode, many things happen on that show. (laughs) Yes. Liz, I'm just realizing we need to do a The Craft and Fane about moves That's another segment, everybody. We'll be doing that coming up soon. Yes. Speaking of Joss, that was his lesson. Don't have it just be moose. So everybody who's out there writing pilots, if you're looking for a bit of advice, just make sure something happens and ideally something unexpected. Ah, yes, indeed. That's what we're working on with Fantasy Island. (laughs) The unexpected. It's time for this week's Hollywood hack. Plan a weekend away. Yes, the end of COVID-19 is in sight with the vaccine, but we are all really just sort of muddling our way through the end. I think there's so much pandemic fatigue. Everyone is very down about just this lack of social interaction. Well, and things are right now kind of in terms of the number of people who are sick, the worst they've been. I mean, we are in the worst part right now after all of these months. It's really brutal. It's it's like the nadir is at the same time as the uh, zenith, I guess. Yes, as say. the light appears, at least, yes. at the end of the tunnel. But planning a weekend away now for a time when we feel very confident that everyone will have been vaccinated, enough people will have been vaccinated for life mm-hmm. to get back to normal, I think, can lift your spirits. 
Yes. Plus, I've been getting so many emails about hotels having sales if you book now. So I do think it's a good time to book a trip in terms of saving some money. Yes. So like for the summer, for the fall, if you just have something booked and you know it's there on the horizon, this is the time to do it and embrace that sense of optimism that things are turning around and things will be better. Yes. Now, Sarah, I will also say you and I were supposed to take our trip to Vegas to see the podcast show Mom So Hard to celebrate our 20th anniversary as writing partners. Um, And we had to cancel because of COVID. So perhaps we can get that back on the books. Maybe. But now I want to go somewhere much more exciting than Vegas, as much as I love Vegas. that's (laughs) true. We might need to change our 20th trip to Hawaii. Yes. Or perhaps a location, you know, maybe when we're shooting, wherever we're shooting, we'll we'll have a nice spa day there, wherever (laughs) that is. Exactly. And that is it for this New Year's Eve episode of Happier in Hollywood. We want to toast all of our listeners and wish you health and happiness in 2021. We love to hear from you. Email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please subscribe if you haven't already. Thank you to our executive producer, the amazing Chuck Reed. Thanks to everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Check out the other Onward Project podcasts, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, and Do the Thing from Whole30's Melissa Urban. And check out the newest Onward Project podcast, Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at Liz Craft and Sarah is at S. Fain. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join the conversation. Until next week, I'm Sarah Fain. And I'm Liz Craft. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. How many people do you think have emailed us or texted us saying the plane, the plane, since we got the green light? Oh, my God. I mean, 30? Yeah, we're going to have to just, <laughs> like, maybe that should have been our team theme. The plane, <laughs> the plane. From the Onward Project. <laughs>